Hello, my name is Rose Cortine and you're listening to the Talking Teenage Life podcast. On this podcast, we'll discuss some of the key topics that impact us during our teenage years. Welcome along to today's episode. I don't know about you, but when I sit down to listen to podcasts, I like to have a cup of delicious coffee with me. Therefore, I'm so delighted to announce that this series is sponsored by Paddy and Scott's Coffee. Their support has enabled me to buy better equipment and I hugely appreciate their support. So let me tell you a bit about them. Paddy and Scott's are coffee farmers on a mission to revolutionise how coffee is traded around the world. They are obsessed with great tasting coffee, but also using coffee as a vehicle for change. They passionately believe their coffee tastes better because it changes lives. They grow, source, import and roast some of the finest coffees in the world and proudly have their own coffee farm in Kenya, where they divert profits towards rebuilding the local school and feeding the ambitions of the local community. They have different coffees for different occasions. There's Wakey Wakey to help get you up in the morning. And there's Easy Days for your casual day-to-day cup of coffee. There's Chit Chat Coffee, which is perfect for sharing and podcasts, of course. But whatever your choice of Paddy and Scott's coffee, their goal of fueling ambition fits perfectly with our vision at Talking Teenage Life. Not only are Paddy and Scott sponsoring this podcast, but they are also generously supporting the work of Young Minds, the UK's leading charity fighting for children and young people's mental health. So please go to paddyandscotts.co.uk, click on the shop, buy some delicious coffee and put the code YOUNGMINDS in the discount box and you will enjoy 20% discount and Paddy and Scotts will donate some of their profits to Young Minds too. This means you get great coffee at the same time as supporting a great cause. So please sit down with a cup of Paddy and Scotts, relax and join me and my guests as we dive into the conversation today. For many teenagers, faith is often only something that they think or talk about during an RE lesson. But faith can play a bigger part in our lives than we may think. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about faith and understand whether it's important to have a faith and we'll discuss why it could have a good impact on your life. Today, my guests are Millie. Hi. Millie is a close friend of mine and we've spent time together understanding the Christian faith and learning what we believe in. Next we have Ruby. Hi. Ruby and I have spent some time together on a couple of school trips and she would say that she believes in Sikhism. And lastly we have Tim. Hello everyone. Tim has um, talked about a lot about Christianity in my school and in my church community as well. He would describe himself as a Christian and I am sure has a lot of great advice to give to us all today. So firstly, I'm going to ask you about your faith and what you would say you believe in. So Millie, what do you believe in? I'd say I'm like on a faith journey and I believe in God and the Bible. So I haven't fully become a Christian, but I'm on my way to becoming one, hopefully, soon. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ruby? Um, so I'm a Sikh, 
I mean, I'm not as practicing as I perhaps should be, but I do identify with that religion and I have for like many years and it's something that's quite a big part of my family as well. Yeah. And lastly, Tim. Yeah, so I would identify as a Christian. Um, I've been involved with in churches uh, throughout my whole life, um, being brought up in a Christian family. Um, yeah, so what I believe in, I believe like in a God who kind of created uh, the world, and that includes us as humans, um, and that we were created to have a relationship with him. Um, and that relationship was kind of destroyed by sin um, and the things that we do wrong. Um, and actually that Jesus, um, uh, you know, came into earth and um, lived as we live and ultimately then went on to die for our sins. So for all the bad stuff that we do wrong, you know, he went on a cross um, and he was punished for the sins that we have done um, so that we could have a relationship with God. Um, so it was to kind of build that bridge between us and God. And that's in a short sentence what I believe. Yeah. So I would agree with Millie. Um, I've grown up in a Christian family, but it's been quite relaxed compared to other families and it's not always forced upon me I wouldn't say that I'm completely Christian yet but I would say I have some sort of faith and some sort of relationship with God so how much do you think that your faith or religion plays a part like in your day-to-day life and how important is your faith to you and does like what you do depend on what your faith is i think it is important to me because i i sometimes pray and i feel like i'm talking to god and he's not judging me which is great and yeah i think it does play a good part in my life because my family is also christian so it also makes me feel connected to god more yeah um what what about you ruby um so like I do base like most of my beliefs and faith like in Sikhism um like I said before like I'm not as practicing as I should be like I don't pray as much as I should but when I do pray it does feel like I'm connecting to God and that there's certain things I don't do like I don't eat beef and I wear one of the five colors which is the bracelet I think you might know and it's just things like that and going to the good floor as well quite important to me yeah um what about you tim it's a really uh, a really good question and it's quite a difficult one to answer but um jesus was asked a kind of a, a similar kind of question um in, in like in a with a crowd of people and he basically answered the question is basically like simply it should be about loving god with everything that you've got and loving other people so how would I see that in my everyday life? Well, it should be kind of doing whatever I can to kind of maintain and build on a relationship with God. So that is things like praying. That is things like reading the Bible. That is, you know, listening to talks, worshipping him and things like that. But then also trying whatever I can to show love uh, to other people. So the kind of love that God would show to other people. So it's kind of treating others the way that I want to be treated um, and behaving in a way that um, is kind of respectful to them and to God. So that would be the way that I would kind of explain that I try and be, um, you know, on an everyday life. Yeah, definitely. Um, I would agree with both of you, uh, all of you. Um, I try and uh, pray like when I'm feeling worried or anxious and it feels almost like that God I can trust God with like my worries and he can help me with them and before lockdown 
uh, I was going to church most Sundays and it was just a really good time to connect with God and like learn more about the Christian faith with some like close people around me. So as teenagers, uh, a lot of teenagers, I would say, like lose contact with God through their teenage years, whether that be through like friendships or things like that. So what other challenges do you think um, we face as teenagers trying to follow um, our faith? Well, I mean, I think a lot of kids around our age tend to kind of move away from God. Maybe it's from exposure from like different people who don't believe in God or I don't know more different views I guess I'm not quite sure why but I think a large aspect of it is influenced just by other people and like kind of find ourselves in what we believe and I think it's obviously completely fine if you choose not to believe in that anymore and find your own faith perhaps in something outside of religion. Yeah totally and what about you Millie? I think friends have a big impact also with um, what you believe in because they if they don't believe in God and they have judgments and opinions you can almost like believe them and then stay away from your faith because you're like surrounded with them but it's all right if they don't believe in God or anything but it just struggle trying to keep balance so yeah yeah and you can you can sometimes feel like you might you can always worry that you would be judged or something. Yeah, you talk about your faith. Tim, were, were you a Christian as a teenager? And if you were, um, what challenges did you face? Yeah, um, I was a Christian um, when I was a teenager. I became a Christian when I was about five or six years old, actually. And um, I think kind of what you girls say, you're kind of you're developing your faith and you might have a some sort of faith or belief um, systems or whatever it is that kind of, um, that you believe in um, and so I think there's definitely challenges that I faced as a as a teenager um, and I think they're similar to the challenges that you might face now about around kind of like judgment from other people um, around kind of those expectations but I would have to say that the challenges that you guys face as teenagers now are far stronger than the challenges that I ever had to face as a teenager and being a Christian um, and I think that is from that kind of um yeah of course you do get the challenges the similar challenges from friends and from you know what they believe and the fact that they might judge you for the things that you might say and that you might do but i think society has also um changed so much you know with the introduction of things like social media and 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 those kind of things we feel like that we have to conform to to something so okay i'm a, a 14 year old boy I need to be doing this. I need to be achieving this. I need to have this many friends. I need to own this, these type of clothes and, and that kind of stuff. And so I don't feel that those challenges were the same when I was growing up. So I think that you have added pressures of feeling like you have to conform to something. And that is a huge challenge when it comes to trying to live out of faith, because that is alien to a lot of people of your age. That's something that they don't associate with um, and so I think that makes it harder for you guys but I do feel like I did have uh, pressures but nowhere near the pressures that you guys have to face so um, have a lot of respect for you guys. Yeah um, I would say that I agree with all of you like especially friends and like you mentioned Tim with social media it can 
sometimes it can have a good influence on you um like if you find the right type of things that you want to look at but it can also have a bad influence as well so it seems nowadays that church attendance are dropping less and less and less people are going to church would you say that that could show that less people are discovering or thinking like spiritually about things or like living with a religion um Millie what do you think I think going to church is a really good way to like connect with your faith and what you believe in but it's only like one of many ways where you can connect to God so I think being together as a community in a church is great but people might be like personally trying to find their way through their faith as well as going to church and things like that so yeah yeah um ruby what about you i mean i do think there are many different ways of worshiping like you don't always have to go to church and i think a lot of people might not maybe feel as comfortable maybe in that environment or maybe prefer to worship in some other way um and I do think there's like a big kind of almost like culture in that you should only believe in things that are more, I guess, scientific the, rather than, say, yeah. spiritual. Um, like Tim said, it, we have all these added pressures of like, oh, this is what you should believe and everything else that is not that is wrong and weird and outdated. But I think to just be able to like follow your faith and no matter what it is that, do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah. Instead of kind of conforming to everyone else's idea of what is right and wrong, that you should be able to go to church and praise or be spiritual in whatever way you want. Yeah, it's definitely like much more like individual and like based on what works best for you. Um. So, Tim, what do you think? Yeah. Um. And again, like a really good question. Like you've got some such good questions going on here, and I think. Um, I think, yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. And I think one interesting thing, I think church, like church is kind of, that word is kind of used in a way. And we, we kind of think about church as sitting in a building and singing songs and praying and listening to someone talk. But I think, so the Bible is really clear. It says um, where two or more are gathered, Jesus is here. So in some ways, this could be our church, you know, sitting on a Zoom call with three or four other people talking about our faith, talking about what we believe in. You know, this is church or it could be a case of like last weekend, I was hanging out with a group of young people um, on a park and we had a fire pit and we had picnics together. And that is church. So um, and I think we, we define church in so many ways. Um, and I think like I know we're going to talk about this later on. I think the last 16 months has been really interesting time for, for many reasons. And I actually think that it's given people the opportunity um, to explore more things and explore different things of what they you know believe in or what they kind of think about themselves. And I read a statistic the other day about um, about vegans. I think over the last year or two years, I can't remember what it was, I think the number of vegans in this country has trebled or quadrupled or something like that. And I think it's because people now feel like they can think for themselves. They can change who they want to be or what they believe in or what they want to follow. And I think I think the last sort of year, 16 months has, has given people that opportunity to do that. 
Um, so maybe I don't know. Maybe when we, you know, we are able to meet together again, like maybe church attendances will go up eventually because people want to try and explore these things a little bit more. I don't know what that's going to look like, but it's really interesting. I think, I think that the answer to this question would have been different if we'd have talked about it eighteen months ago. Um, to what we're talking about now, and I know we're going to go on to talk about that later on, so um, I won't jump on that too much. Yeah, no, definitely, and I think it can also link to like social media as well, like the good influence of social media. It can link to that because you can have conversations with other people like over social media, and that could almost be counted as worship or going to going to church, like you said, Tim. That um, quote from the Bible it you don't have to define church in one way and so that's probably why like the same amount of people or even more people are discovering a faith now even if they aren't necessarily going to church yeah definitely i've got a funny story about um uh about a youth sort of social that we've done a number of years ago when we took a a number of young people um we went paintballing uh and um one of the kids there asked the youth leader, Matt, who you guys, um, you guys will know really well, um, that he asked him, what is church then? And Matt sort of said, well, you know, this is kind of church. We're all together here. We're paintballing, but we're here together. And he turned around and said to him, well, I love church. And, and I think that's just because we, we define church as something else. Uh, and so I think if we open up to what church could be, I think more people would be interested to explore it and discover um, what they think about it themselves. So, yeah. Um, so I love the fact that like we live in a multicultural society and that so many people have so many different beliefs and not everyone is the same and like if you just walk along the street there's going to be so many people from so many different backgrounds but um, do we think that people in different faiths um, is obviously going to cause some tension because yes there might be some overlap between faiths but there's also quite a lot of differences so should we be able to live together and get along better than we do um at the moment i think we should but i think it's great that there are um lots of cultures and beliefs and i think people should be able to respect that and be able to live with their um, religion or culture without being judged or conflicts being involved so mm. yeah um what do you think tim yeah um i think tensions in religions like has always been a thing it's always been a challenge you know through years and years and generations and generations and obviously like, as christians we believe that we should be able to live in harmony and you know, and live well with each other. And after all, that's exactly what Jesus called us to do. He, he called us to, yeah, love God, but he also called us to love others. And I think sometimes Christians um, do it wrong. You know, we we try that love God bit really, really well. We try and do those things that will help us to love God, but, but we don't do the love others as well. Um, and, and we should be able to live in harmony. So if people don't follow the things we should, you know, we follow, we should still love people and because that's what we're called to do. Yeah. So great question. Yeah. Um, so Ruby, obviously you have said before that you are a Sikh, but um, 
the school we go to is a Christian school. Do so? Do you feel that you've ever felt like discriminated against just because your faith is different from like what we kind of believe in at school? Well, I mean, living in our school, which is obviously in such a rural area as well, and there's quite a lot of like ignorance. Like, I wouldn't say anything has been like outwardly hateful or anything like that, but sometimes what people come out with can be a bit offensive people often assume that my religion is exactly the same as islam and it's like no we've had like tons of lessons on my religion i don't understand why you're not getting it and but like overall i don't think anything's been too bad but there have been comments before and things like that and it's just been me being like feel uncomfortable at the fact that people can be so ignorant and sometimes rude about my religion so what would you say to like people like listening who don't should like they get more um information before they make comments um like those type of comments oh yeah like 100 percent. i think and anything really it's so important to just educate yourself like you don't need to like have a really really deep understanding of what my religion is and know the ins and outs but just know that like this is my own individual religion or anything and that this is what it kind of means to be a Sikh I think it's important to educate yourself before you really say anything in case it comes off as ignorant or rude yeah um so like we were talking about before um, as a result of this like lockdown and this whole global pandemic, do you think that it's brought people closer or further away from a faith? Um, what, what do you think, Tim? Yeah, um, another great question and a difficult question to answer because uh, you're kind of answering it on behalf of other people. Um, uh, kind of what I was saying earlier on, I think it's given people the opportunity to kind of explore new things and explore different things. So maybe because of that, some people have kind of dropped away from their faith. Um, but I definitely think people have um, started to explore faith and Christianity and God in new ways because of the lockdown. And um, what I'd also say, I think it's given um, it's given more ownership to yourself in your faith because I think so often we go along to church or like pre, pre-lockdown pre of COVID, we, we went along to church on a Sunday or we, we might have gone to a midweek youth group or we might have done this. And they're kind of like the patterns and traditions that we've always just done. So it makes it quite easy to be a Christian. Um, I know I did inverted commas where you can't actually tell what inverted commas are on a podcast. But um, um, so it makes it easy to be a Christian in those times because you're doing those habits. And it almost just becomes like part of the routine. Totally. Actually thinking deeper about it. Totally. So I think without those things, without without being able to go to church physically, without being able to kind of connect with other people, it kind of puts more pressure or more onus on you to have that personal relationship with Jesus. And that is what we want. You know, that's what, as Christians, we should be. It shouldn't be about going to church, singing songs. Yeah, they're all part of it, but it should be about that personal relationship with Jesus. And and so actually, yeah, maybe some people have dropped off, but actually maybe because of this last time, it's given people that ownership of their own faith and that can only bring you closer to God if, if you're taking that ownership on. And so, um, yeah, yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Um. What do you think, Millie? I think 
Um, it has definitely brought like some people closer to God because they have more time, like Tim said, to pray and like have a more personal relationship towards God. But some some Christians or any faith may like ask why is this all happening and question what what is happening and why are you letting this happen. Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think, Ruby? I completely agree with you guys. Like, I do think the lockdown has and COVID has obviously like let people kind of explore things more. Like, I know myself. Like, I've just kind of found loads of different things that I'm now interested in, which I probably wouldn't have been if I didn't have the time to kind of sit down and think more about what I want to do. I do think that obviously when something as global as this and that has caused so much suffering, it can be hard to keep almost track of your faith. But I think a lot of people have joined together in the ways that we've been more innovative and like Zoom call churches and singing there and allowing people to worship in different ways. I think it has kind of brought people together despite everything else. Yeah, completely. Um, I'd agree with all you little all of you. And um I was reading a statistic that said like thirteen percent more people have like started praying since for the first time since lockdown and that just shows that maybe in like really, really tough times it has brought people closer to a God or like someone like spiritually and it can really help people like have a having a faith it can really help them because they feel like they've always got someone to talk to even like in a time of where they feel really alone like like with the rest of the world they've still got someone to talk to um so obviously with this whole lockdown um we've had to change the way like people worship and how you like live out your faith so do you think that um we should carry on these same like new ways to worship and do you think that they will carry on changing as our lives change in the future millie what do you think i think for like many people it was a big change the churches were stopping because it was like probably a big part of their religion and I think going to church is like a good way to come together with people that are the same as you as a community and you might feel more connected to God things might still change and you might still have to have churches on zooms but I think personally going to church with other people face to face is a good way to connect to God because you can all relate and share your ideas about your faith and things like that yeah and sometimes like sharing your ideas with other people can really help like your understanding of like your faith Mm -hmm. yeah Um, what do you think ruby i mean i do think like going in and actually being able to like connect with people physically and like i feel like it's almost more passionate that way and the way that say if it's more informal and you just get to talk to people and things like that is good but at the same time I do think with 
obviously the changing times and obviously a lot of people don't go to church like as we've said that how it's been dropping more and more each year I think having those other options available to perhaps work, watch services online or do participate in things with video calls or something like that could be a good option for many people who don't feel comfortable perhaps going into a church or something like that. Yeah. Um. What do you think, Tim? Yeah, like some really great answers there and I totally agree with a lot of it. And I think... Yeah, the online church has been really useful at this time. and It's been great to see churches kind of step forward with this. And I don't necessarily think either way of doing church is better than the other. I think, um, yeah, we've seen as a church, we've seen people come to faith in this last year because of online church. And, and I think it's because for a few reasons, I think mainly, though, because it's accessible to everyone, you know, to walk into a church building, if you're someone who, you know, doesn't know anything about God, if you don't know anybody in the church, you know, it's really difficult to walk into a church building. And that's for young people, that's for children, that's for, for adults. It's really, really hard to do that. So it, everything being online is, it, it kind of breaks down that barrier. So you literally, in, you're in your pyjamas and you can sit and watch church. And so you don't feel that judgment or that that people are looking at you and that you have to talk to someone and that kind of stuff. So I think that's been really, really good. Um, and I also think from um, from a Christian's point of view, like sharing your faith can be really hard sometimes. You know, talking to friends at school um, about your faith can be really hard and inviting them to a youth group or something feels almost impossible to do. But I think um, just sharing a stream or liking something um that is an easy in that's an easy way for you to kind of share what your faith and say look this is what i belong to this is what i believe in it's up to you if you want to have a look at it if that's up to you whether you want to take part in it so i think that online element has to stay in some way and i think but of course people have missed meeting together and i don't think they've missed necessarily um, the talks or the the praying or the singing or anything like that i think they've missed that community and like both you girls have said it, you know, it, it's that coming together which makes going to church what it is. You know, it's it's being challenged by other people. It's learning from other people. It's hanging out with people that are like-minded that you, you like spending time with. So I think that's the big thing that people have missed. So, yeah, of course, online church will remain in some way. I think it has to remain in some way. But there's no replacement for that meeting together and and, and learning and worshiping together and and so that will definitely will come back yeah so do you think that like because traditionally re- like religions would all be based around going to church and there would almost be like no other way you could like do it so do you think that religious bodies need to be more up to date and like the way you worship needs to become more modern to involve more people ruby what do you think yeah i do think that obviously in our world that like most people are on social media and that's the way that they get a lot of the information and the way that they socialize in the way that church or going to some sort of like temple or religious meeting place it is i think necessary to also have like it to be accessible to people who are young people as well who might be interested in it but you know don't know how to really access it in a way or 
don't really want to access it because they have obviously those connotations of that it's just a church you just sit there and then listen to some person reading readings of the bible yeah. and that it is important to change it yeah um what do you think Millie? i definitely agree because social media is good for sharing things and letting people know about lots of different issues and things in the world so yeah I think some may need to because it's great to involve people that may be interested or give information for people that might want to have a certain faith or religion so yeah 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 um what do you think Tim yeah I mean the girls have hit the nail on the head in so many ways and I think um I think things always have to change. Uh, there's a sort of famous saying that if you don't change, if you if you don't change, you're standing standing still or something. And if you're standing still, you're actually going backwards. And and that is so true for for churches as well. If you're just doing what you've always done because that's what you've always done, then you're standing still and you're actually you're going backwards. New people aren't going to come to know uh, Jesus because of stuff that you're doing. So. Everything, yeah, it has to change and it has to, to, to continue to improve and uh, uh, and meet new people and meet new needs. And this last year has given us the opportunity to do that. Um, but it's important that we don't just go back to how we were. It's important that we kind of maintain that kind of that aim of changing things and, and, and adapting um, for different people. So, yeah, totally agree that we that it needs to change. Yeah. And I think it can also depend upon like, person and like obviously some people will prefer to just like just go to church and just have that as their normal worship like weekly worship or something but then for like some other people they might prefer to connect in other ways so I definitely say that they would need to um like become more up to date but still like keep the more traditional ways as well so given that faiths were formed like thousands of years ago um, do you think that they're like still relevant today or like like we mentioned before are they harder to connect to because they aren't as up to date or like current with our lives at the moment I don't think they're necessarily like irrelevant I definitely think they're relevant but if people wanted more like others to like take interest in their religion they should use like like we said social media to spread like what they believe in and their faith to get more people involved and interested so yeah yeah i think that's a big part uh what do you think really i mean i think that our religions are very relevant in the messages especially that they teach us in a way that i think like both um christianity and sikhism teach that you know you should love your love everyone around you and love the world and not do ill to others i think those are obviously important things and you, it's kind of common sense not to do them but to almost integrate that into part of your life in the form of religion and having something that you can look up to and feel safe and trusted and loved by that i think it is important i think everyone needs that whether you have it from other people around you or whether you find that from god yeah um what do you think tim yeah uh, this is a great another great question it's something actually in our in our youth group we're 
sort of talking about this subject at the moment. And I agree that sometimes the Bible, um, you know, can be a hard read because it doesn't seem kind of relevant to the kind of stuff that we go through in our lives now. Um, and, and a lot of churches use long words, which just don't seem relevant to, to again, to what we're doing now. Um, and I think like the answer I could, that I would probably say is that actually, yeah, these habits of like reading the Bible, praying and, and other disciplines are, are really good disciplines for us to have. And the most, but the most important thing is about us having that personal relationship with Jesus. You know, it's having someone to walk alongside your life with you and help you make wise choices. And that is the premise of what, you know, having a faith is all about. And so I do get that it totally feels, you know, irrelevant occasions but it you know that's not what it's about they're, they're all important habits to help us in our relationship i think it's a bit like saying if um i, I used to say this when i was at school uh algebra why do we do about algebra nobody like i'm not going to yeah. need algebra in my in my future life um um but it, i did you know i went into a job where i was using algebra not necessarily all the time but, uh, but quite um, frequently um, and i think you know if you're at university and you're studying something history for example um and you need to read books and a lot of those books won't make sense because they're written about ancient times and they're re- written about different kings and you know and all that kind of stuff and that might not seem irrele- relevant to what you're doing but you if you're wanting to learn about those kind of things you need to do those things you need to learn about those books that don't make sense and and that's the same with my faith if i want to have a better relationship with god you know if i've basically i've got a book which tells me that how to live my life and how i should live my life i should be investing in it i should spend the time to kind of invest in doing that so although it might seem irrelevant it's really important for me and my faith and my walk with god yeah definitely and i think it's also how you like interpret like your like holy book and your religion or like the teachings in there and how you then interpret that into your day-to-day life and how you can then like live that out like Ruby you were saying with the like love everyone around you um so we've mentioned a couple types of forms of faith and worship um and almost or like every faith involves some sort or style of prayer or like speaking to your god or gods um so how do we know that prayer is worthwhile uh ruby what do you think um well i think prayer is quite a hard thing i don't think that god is necessarily like if i'm asking for something and then god's going to instantly some magical reply or anything like that it's almost like in a way as god's almost like a part of me that i'm almost looking for the answer within myself sometimes if i am praying I do think praying is obviously quite a hard subject because it, in that way that praying is such a big part of worship, it can be anything from kind of conventional, like the Lord's Prayer, or in my case, the Mormonta, which is quite similar. Um, or it could just be, I don't know, appreciating something in your own way and just saying thank you, God, that, or anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Millie, what do you think? I think some people might find it hard because they might think they're just like talking to nobody or the air and they're like expecting god to like answer from the sky or something like that yeah but others might think it's a good way to 
connect and just have that personal experience without judgment or on your own without anybody disturbing you or anything like that. So there are two different ways people might approach it. Yeah. Um, Tim, what do you think? Yeah, I, I love what the girls have said. I love what Ruby said about kind of um, what we often kind of mistake prayer for, you know. Um, and sometimes we, we mistreat prayer as like we think it's just a list, right, God, I'm going to ask for this. I'm going to say this and, and that. And that's not what it's about. It is about that personal relationship. It's about that connection with with God. And, you know, it, you know, it's like you girls, your friends and the way that your friends is, you know, the way that you build your friendship is by communicating with each other and, um, you know, talking or texting or, um, you know, laughing, whatever it is, shopping, whatever it is, it is by communicating with each other. And that is a way that we can build on a relationship with God is just by communicating with him in that way. You know, I, I often sort of uh, talk to my boys about kind of prayer and we pray every night before they go to sleep. and and sometimes they they say lists of like pray for this can you pray that i have no nightmares can you um, pray that i have a good night's sleep can you pray that um you know thank you for a good day and we we, t- we tend to just have those kind of standard prayers and i like i'm trying to say to them look it, all it is is about you talking to god so tell god what's on your mind tell god what's angering you tell god what's making you sad what's making you happy what's your frustrations are god wants to hear all of those things about you and he knows those things already, but he wants you to come to him with those things. And I think that's just really important for us to do. So prayer is a huge part of my faith and my relationship with God. Yeah, definitely. And I always say that prayer is it's much more individual than like people sometimes think when you like do prayers. I know at my primary school, like before we ate or something, we just quickly just say a prayer. And like most people just say it really quick to just get it over and done with. But I would say that it's definitely much more personal and just just between you and God and you, he won't judge you. So you can just say like whatever you want to him. Yeah, um, I do get that. Sorry, I was just thinking about like when I was a kid um, with my dad, I kind of grew up a bit in between almost religions. My dad was a Christian and my mum is Sikh and I kind of did both like I would do the Lord's Prayer and I would talk to my dad about just that every night and I would also do like a Sikh prayer as well it was always kind of in between I remember always being like good night God and like being it was kind of like fun and like almost like a nice chat like Tim said I do think it's so important to almost communicate with him in that way yeah and to feel like he trusts you as well yeah um so ruby and millie we would all describe ourselves as either like having a faith or on our own faith journey so what advice would you both give to others um who don't have a faith and who are looking towards like discovering more about a religion uh millie what advice would you give i think obviously do what's best for you and maybe like research into it or ask your friends that might be have a faith that you are interested in and obviously don't judge other people for their faith or compare yourself with others for what they do and just you know find it in your own time like do what's best for you and what works best yeah 
Um, Ruby, what advice would you give? I mean, I think that just all religions are so incredibly amazing. And I do think it's kind of important to always take the time to kind of look into other people's religions and cultures. And I do think it maybe can be hard to almost get into that if you were almost kind of born into a religious family. But like Millie said, just Google it. Like, honestly, if you're interested in any sort of religion, just Google it and you'll probably find so many articles and maybe churches near you and what them what God means to them and what they do. And if you feel any sort of connection with that, then try and look into what you can do to almost maybe think even about converting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that is some really great advice and I'm sure a lot of people will find that really useful. Um, so before we finish up, um, Tim, what advice would you give to teenagers who are investigating a faith or and like what is the importance behind having a faith? I mean, I could talk on for hours and hours about this, but I won't. Um, uh, but I think just one, just the the thought of um, exploring faith or being interested in, in talking about it more is a really brave move. So well done, because it's a really brave decision to kind of make to even kind of explore that kind of thing. Um, but I think all I can really say is the importance that it is to me and that the fact that I feel loved by a God who created the whole world, and that feels pretty special. I feel accepted that despite all of the flaws, the things that I've done wrong, the mistakes that I've made, God has forgiven me, and that he loves me enough to send his one and only son to die on the cross for the things that I've done wrong. You know, that makes me feel really special. And I can't make anybody who's listening to this or anybody who I speak to have a faith of their own. I can't do that. But all I can do is show them what it means to me, show that the, the impact that it has on my life, and also hopefully try them a show, try and show them a little bit about Jesus's character in me, um, because that's what I should be doing. And and if any of that interest interests them or interests you know people listening or people that I talk to, then great, you know. And then so why not look what it means for you? Why not kind of think about what who this Jesus is, who this God is, and and, and what having a relationship with him would look like, you know, and maybe then ask questions, maybe speak to, like the girl said, speak to someone that you trust, speak to someone that you know about these things to kind of um, help them or help you kind of be shaped by those people and and, and trying to understand what that um, that faith journey looks like. And I think that is the important word is faith. You know, faith is, you know, believing in something that we can't see uh, and hear and that's exactly what it needs to to have a relationship with God you have to have that faith and so I think that is probably the key word that I would use to kind of summarize really yeah definitely well this has all been really really um great advice that we've all shared and that we've all talked about and I hope that it's um helped some of you listening and that you've enjoyed this episode so yeah bye bye, bye. we hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode and that you found this discussion helpful i'd like to thank all my guests for their contribution thanks to you as well for listening and finally thanks for paddy and scots for all their support in enabling this podcast to happen Don't forget to visit their online shop to order some amazing coffee 
Use the code YOUNGMINDS to enjoy 20% discount while supporting the amazing work Young Minds do. We'd love for you to leave a review on our website at www.talkingteenagelife.com and follow us on our social media.